Masters of Disguise, welcome back to Atsune Miku's Crack House. This is episode 86. I'm your host as always, Sam Kingma, and joining me is my best friend and co-host, Miles J. Miles, 86 weeks of this shit, we're officially out of ideas. What's going on? You know, it's 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 just, it's over. It, it truly is over. Sam and I both got on here. I could both tell we were tired. Like, just just not not tired as in we didn't sleep, not tired as in we've been working hard, because Lord knows that's fucking not true. Um, just tired of being alive. Just just one of those times in which in which if you could just rest by being dead for like two days, you'd wake up, be refreshed. I mean, Jesus must have got the best sleep of his life, right? Like, yeah, those three days he came back and he was like, oh, my God. Oh my god, that's the ticket. So so it's going to be one of those episodes where we have to re-record it like four times. <laughs> we'll we'll finish we'll get finally get a good episode after being just loopy all day at at 1 in the morning. Yeah, you we'll know, do it was four a- recordings. God damn, you know, I, I remember yelling some bullshit in my car, because, like, that's all I do whenever I'm, you know, driving around, I'm delivering pizzas, and I'm just screaming complete nonsense in my car, and, and uh, and, and, <laughs> I was listening to a couple of my friends talk about playing the, the modern Doom games, which I'm a big fan of, and, the, and one of the, one of the, one of the guys on there was talking to, talking about how he played the games on a controller, and I'm like, damn, Jesus didn't die on the cross, so you could play Doom with a fucking controller, Miles. You know? Sam, you remember when you played Doom with a controller for the first time? And remember when you, you literally did Doom Eternal two weeks ago with a keyboard? Yeah. And how much better? It was, like, so much better. This, this is the thing that's so funny about you, Sam. This is what's really funny about you. Is that you'll do something once. You will literally do something once and you're like, Shit. It's always been like this, and it will be like this forevermore. Your t- your yeah. your life begins at, like I mean, you literally are a baptism child. Every time you do anything, you have a baptism, and you are reborn. And and it's just like, just let let me just say up front, Sam, you would be a law hero. You would be a law in the in the Shin Megami Tensei fandom. You would be a law. That's what we'd call you. Is that yeah? Is that the uh, is that the proper noun? Is that the the proper language? That's as far as as far as uh, as far as SMT discourse goes. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of SMT discourse, um, I uh, you know I I decided to check out what people are saying about Shin Megami Tensei Five oh, and shit uh, again. Yeah, you know, and it's got a lot of a lot of Breath of the Wild esque you know kind of takes of people who are like, where's the story? And and this isn't what I you know play SMT for. So I'm like, you know what? You know what? I can't, Wait a minute! I what do they play this. SMT for? Dungeon crawling, you know, story, um, a little more like a, of an enigmatic kind of thing. Uh, SMT five is it really broadcasts, and you would like all the SMT five changes, um, but you would also probably like the older games as well, because and I'll get to that in a second. But like SMT five, very broadcasted, like everything is kind of um, like you don't have to remember enemy weaknesses because. And you should, because that makes your life easier. But you can just, like, look at their stats again immediately. Um, and whenever you have an attack that will do an enemy weakness, an icon will appear over them. So it's like, you don't have to remember fucking everything. Yeah. Um, and, like, 
you can just really micromanage every fusion and every ability and and it's a you know very very in-depth game but but a lot of the older games are, are just a lot of like figured out good fucking luck whatever happens happens um and so and so there's a lot of you know there's a lot of this discourse you know and i was like you know what you know what? Maybe maybe I should go back and play some of the old SMT games cuz like maybe maybe 5 is just like I'm a noob, right? And there's this glow. There's a glow yeah. around it and if I played the other ones, I might see some of the some of the big flaws or some of the problems or just generally I might, you know, I might be able to recognize the things that other games do well that this one doesn't. Right? So People are like, SMT2's got the best story. SMT2 for the SNES, right? I download the game immediately, and after 10 minutes of playing, I said, oh, this has the best story. It fucking better. Because I, I have never, I have literally never played a game where I was just like, what the fuck? How does anyone play this? Like, I, I and, and I, I am very much an advocate for all games are still great. Old games were great then. Old games are great now. Still an advocate. But it was too dusty for you, dude. It was too dusty. It was too, for you. dude. It was it was too musty. It it, it was too smegma y. Like it was just a lot, right? So like so so the game opens up and immediately this guy with like a robot eye, like just a, like a solid eye from MGS4, just on your screen, and he's like he's standing with both his arms out with like. It, it, his hands are clenched in like a like he looks like Hitler, like doing the Hitler pose, right? Um. And he's just like, yeah, welcome to the cybernetic future. You're a cybernetic, you know, gladiator. And I was like, what the fuck happened? What is going on in these games, right? Because the thing to understand is SMT 1, 3, and 5 are both like you're a normal human being. And then the world is thrust into this like insane, you know, this insane yeah. nightmare, right? Um and two and four are more of a fantasy kind of game. Like the world is completely different, and and uh, everything's crazy. Society's completely changed, right? Yeah. So, so immediately, like the the music is like the worst. the 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 first track you hear in the game is like the most like like this doesn't make me feel relaxed or welcomed at all. Like you know how like most music when the game Maybe, starts, was that like, the was that the point though? No, it, uh, it's it's like unsettled or or, or like it's not it's not unsettling. It's 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 like, I mean, it's like hearing the Chuck E. Cheese theme when you walk into a mall, right? Like this, the atmosphere is not right for this, right? Like, where's the animatronics? You know, I walk into yeah. the mall, I hear the Chuck E. Cheese music, and I'm I'm immediately like, this ain't what I ordered. This ain't what I ordered. Where's where the fuck is Mickey? That's that's a joke you don't get yet because you're a fucking anime only fucking casual fuck. Um, but it's fine. It's fine. You'll He's learn in Stone one day. Ocean. Mickey Mouse is in Stone Ocean. I get yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. You'll learn one day. Anyways. Um. So like that. I can't even remember what the music was like. But then so you you leave the um you leave the area and you find out it's a sequel to SMT one. You know shit went down with the earth and now everyone lives like underground right in like a machine city very very classic cyberpunk kind of stuff yeah. um and uh and so you you leave the gym the cyber gladiator gym that you're training in and uh you go into the machine city and you know a city a, normally a city theme probably should not sound like a cut song from system shock um <laughs> 
but you go out and it's just like and it's just this loop of that like over and over again and meanwhile everything's like brown and 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 rusted and gold and tin and so you're just walking around you walk around and you'll just be walking and then a character will so the game is first person it's like wizardry right so or ultima or something like that so you walk around a character will just materialize on your screen like a flat sticker and they'll just start talking to you so you'll just be walking around and suddenly someone appears in your field of view they weren't there before they just materialized and they'll just like and they'll just start yelling at you things that you don't fucking understand right and so i made the mistake of entering the disco okay there's a disco in the first area and every fucking step you take there's just these three people dancing it's these sprites with two animations they're like shaking their arms and shoulders and just as everyone's dancing furiously you turn around the sprites appear again everyone's dancing furiously you turn another way see them again everyone's dancing furiously you take a step forward everyone's dancing furiously and guess what you take a step back, you try and get the fuck out of the club, everyone's dancing furiously. You got every time you turn onto a, a vector or a cell in this game where where an event tile occurs, they don't disable the event tile after you see it. You just have to experience it again and again and again. Hell like a yeah. Diablo endless loop, right? And so and so I get through the, the first half of the game. I get, or not the first half of the game. I get through the first like half of the, the tutorial. Half an hour. Right? Yeah, roughly half an hour. And so they're they're like, yeah, you got to fight Red Bear, the strongest uh, gladiator, right? You got to beat him in a gladiator match. And so the thing is, you're, they drop you in a labyrinth. You have to find, you know, items. So the whole point is you got to get equipped and you get ready for this boss fight. But you can't save or heal before then. So, you, you know, you want to you do your grinding beforehand. Um, and I actually think you can't progress until you reach a certain level. I think that's how the, the game is set up. So... Um, like you can't get to that point in the game unless you're at a certain level, uh, cause you just kind of get told to do some virtual training, grinding stuff. I mean, the game begins okay. immediately, which is great. Very good time to slime ratio. Um, but, uh, but like, yeah, they're like, yeah, once you enter the, the arena, the fight will begin. Right. So I'm just wandering this labyrinth. I enter what looks like any other door immediately. I'm at the fight with red bear and I'm like, Oh, I won't win this. So of course I don't win this. Right. And so when you die, you you enter this mode seven desert that just it just the camera just rolls across the desert sand for like 30 seconds, gets to a river and Karen's there and he's like, hey, bud, you're dead. I'm going to take your soul across the river. Very cool, like game over screen. Right. But like it's 30 fucking seconds to get to this. And then the funny part is the Karen text is like white on this on like the sand so you can barely read it and the text is not in a box it's like small and it's on it's just like it blends in with the sand so i'm like i I look like the fucking gift from community of of uh of chang just like squinting looking at the paper like someone said well maybe you should play smt1 first right the reason i didn't play SMT yeah get, one yeah first. get your feet wet understand how it works so you're ready well, to they, tackle they smt2 like, SMT, they were like, SMT2 is like, it'll look, it'll, SMT2 will be better in comparison after SMT1, right? And I was like, okay, sure, like, that makes sense, you know, like, see, see where it all began, and yeah. You'll be able to appreciate the improvements. Yeah. Of two. So anyways, so, I start SMT1, immediately, the intro is like this, like, creepy thing, the face of Yahweh the God is in front of you, and he's like, state your fucking name, bitch. 
So you got to state your name immediately. There's a guy on a fucking cross and they're like, he will represent, you know, the new Messiah. You walk one step forward. He will represent the new Satan. And then you just go through this like crazy maze and there's this woman bathing. You see her fucking butt crack. Fuck yeah. And it's just like, this is your soulmate. She will be with you forever. And it's just this super enigmatic shit. And then, of course, you got woken up by your mom. The year is 1990X. And, uh... And you get woken up by your fucking mom, and you're told, like, yeah, someone got fucking murdered. Immediately, I'm like, wow, this is great. This all makes sense. This all makes sense. The music's- the music makes me feel what I should expect to feel at the beginning of a video game. It's all cozy. It's- and also, I just like the tracks better in- in, in general so far. Um, maybe because it wasn't composed to sound like a terrible System Shock ripoff. That first, that first, like, Machine City track is, like, the worst thing. It's the most, like, repetitive, terrible thing. But you got this, like, great, like, soundtrack and very ominous, great music to start the game. And so immediately, like, I'm just playing this game. I'm walking around. I'm figuring out where the fuck to go very easily. I got, I got, I got everything on lock, baby. Everything makes sense. And so I'm just sitting here and I'm like, what is the difference? What, what, tr what, truly, what, what is the difference aesthetically between two and one? Like, what, what is, what is the difference where I can stomach the lesser game, allegedly, but, like, the one that everyone raves about is super creative and super great, I'm just like, this, I'm bouncing off this. this well, it's a matter of, like, personal taste, right? Like, because here's the deal, like, SMT1 clearly has, like, a lot of, like, creepy, like, horror eldritch type of fucking wacky cultish shit that you like as opposed to smt2 which is fucking enter cyberspace man laser eye neuromancy let's get cyberpunk in this bitch like you don't like that shit of course you fucking bounced off it you know yeah, I'm just, I don't know, like, it, I just, I guess I did not realize how, like, much, because I had a visceral reaction to finding out the game was cyberpunk. I, I saw that guy with the laser, and I, and I just, like, in the back of my mind, I was like, fuck! Like, there was just this immediate, I saw the solid eye, and I just said, fuck! Because I, I think I hate sci-fi. I truly just, I think I hate sci-fi. I, I, I think it's, I can't access it. Just like, oh man, what if in the future we have a lot of machines? Yeah, man, what if? Hang on, I'm getting a text on my iPhone. It's from my my professor. Yo, it says, yo, sent from my sent iPhone. Sent from my iPhone. <laughs> yeah, hang on. All right, they need me to send an email. Let me just log on to my $1,400 computer that can fucking run, you know, fucking Returnal at, at, at 120 FPS one day. Put your hands together. Soon, hopefully. Maybe in 2022. I'd love a PC yeah, release. We, we can only hope. Um, and and uh, and I'll get right back to you on, yeah, on, on yeah, man, technology. Dude, Sam, did you see that that the Sons of the Patriots uh, system is real? The, the fucking Patriot gun lock system is real? The first ID locked gun is hitting store shelves soon. Like, Damn. truly. Like, truly. Why should I care about science fiction when this shit is all gonna come true anyway? Because, because, Miles, how else will you learn about the dangers of capitalism if you don't read cyberpunk? How else will you realize that police bad if you don't read cyberpunk, Miles? Remember, Miles, remember when, like, 
pre-order figures used to like be good and be like five dollars and be like a oh, nice yeah. little novelty and not like 80 fucking dollars and making this game package like 250 dollars like like what is up with that shit like horizon forbidden west has like a 180 dollar something version of the game and there's like Four or five different versions of the game you can buy. And it's like completely fucking absurd. Like, and, and it's it's absurd to me too because like no look, no offense to Horizon. I have to play it now that it's on PC and and you know, Sam, when I say I have to play it now that it's on PC, that really is just a case of like I have to confirm what I already know, right? It's like, it, it, I mean, it, it is genuinely like if if you have watched a lot of like, if you have like watched a lot of, of straight porn, you've only been attracted to women throughout your life, right? And then you say, yeah, but I got to try gay sex to see, uh you know, to, to see how just I feel Just they got to make like, sure, right? Yeah, just they got to make sure. I know I'm not going to like Horizon Zero Dawn. Here's the thing. Do not, Miles, I'm telling you right now, do not play Horizon Zero Dawn. It will not be worth your time. I'm just telling you, I have not played the game, but I have seen enough and I know enough to know that Horizon Zero Dawn is not worth that worth your time. With that being said, wait on Forbidden West. Oh, I'm not getting Look Forbidden up... West either. I feel like Forbidden West might be more up your alley. I look, I saw they have some climbing. Yeah, they, they got climbing, the they got paragliding. Yeah. Yeah, like that, I'm curious that what okay. else. They, but they but here's yeah, here's the thing, Sam. The combat's gonna suck no matter what you do. Combat's absolutely gonna be shit no matter what because it's it's like this like long range bow based over the shoulder combat and like I just but you really fight the dinosaurs. That. That's the X factor here is you fight the dinosaurs and while maybe like the shooting itself's not interesting, actually having to deal with these these beasts is, like, the real meat and potatoes, from my understanding of Horizon. I'm, I mean, certainly, but, like, again, it, now, it's Now, there are gotta... these other enemy, other human enemies that I'm sure sucks ass. I'm sure there's a ton of stealth gameplay that's fucking terrible, but it might be... You might like it. I mean, it's, again, gotta, it's gotta feel reviews, good. But you, Sam, you I'm, might what the like fuck it. are you saying? Wait for what the fuck does that mean? Because the reviews are going to come out 10 out of 10, 10 out of 10, brand new masterpiece, Except brand new masterpiece, brand new gameplay. Masterpiece. You understand what I'm saying? Wait for the game to come out and you can see gameplay and make your no. own. Like, because here's the thing uh, the gameplay is also just going to be like, I mean, it's going to be difficult to judge based on what the gameplay looks like because I guarantee you, like, like a lot of the gameplay is going to look great from footage. But then translated to a controller is actually not going to be that imp like I mean it's literally like saying wait for like Assassin's Creed footage because you watch Assassin's Creed and the parkour looks fucking sick and you just imagine in your mind like oh you're probably jumping on shit and it's like no you're holding forward you're literally holding W and the game plays itself like so no I I hear what you're saying I I hear the principle of what you're saying but the logic ain't there the logic ain't there Sam. I, I I do have to play it. I do have to play Forbidden West to make the decision. And, yeah. and you know what? And I might like it. And I would I would love it if I did. Or I might not. But like I, I am aware that like trailers, reviews, and gameplay footage will not help. 
because that's just the fucking way of the world. Like, like that's game. Games are literally designed to look as good as possible when watched nowadays. That's like the big thing about it. And so you have a lot of these More games, less, yeah. That, yeah, that look great. Like to play, like the animations are beautiful and it, and it looks like really high octane and action packed. And then you play the game, and it's just like, oh my god, I'm just pressing square. It was like I was out of my own body while playing Shin Megami Tensei Three, and I realized that I was just pressing the fucking B button on my Xbox One controller. By the way, playing an SNES game on the Xbox is fucking heinous. It's a fucking heinous feeling. Oh, dude, no, I play fucking Super Nintendo games on my Elite controller all the time. It fucking feels great. It it feel it feels heinous to me because I just I just imagine. I just imagine how much I like holding the little tiny shitty plastic toy, the dog and, bone controller, and the dog bone controller. Yeah, and I just it, and I just think, man, just, there's something there. It's I'm not I'm not crazy about it. It's a great controller. Obviously, it's the fucking basis for for all modern controllers now. Is the fucking SNES controller that DNA is in the Dual Sense? It's in the Switch Pro controllers in the Xbox One controller. So I got to give it a lot of credit, but I'm like not a crazy big like fan of it because like I can just use a dual sense. I can just use a, 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 an elite controller, or a series X controller and have a great time. Whereas despite how shitty, right? The N64 controller is, it's a six button pad with a unique layout. That for better and mostly for worse provides a unique controller experience that just cannot be easily emulated on contemporary controllers. Same thing for Sega Saturn. Same thing. Sega Genesis. For, yeah, Genesis with three button the three button pad and how that's laid out. Like and how you're able to like press and hold different buttons. It's uh people don't talk about it. You know, I was having a conversation with you know with friend of the show Tom Second, look the shadow member of the uh, of the crack house, and, and I was and I was talking to him. I'm like, Tom, I don't understand why gamers aren't more fucking anal about controllers. Like, I obviously there are some people who are super anal about this shit, but I can't believe more people don't give more of a shit about their controllers being like good high quality great products in and of themselves Beyond. you know you know why though yeah i, I think i think it is genuinely because a lot of gamers quote unquote do play these like play very low input depth games that like don't really like like i mean yes there's people who play bayonetta but like most people bounce off bayonetta like to be brutally honest like there are really not that many games that truly challenge a controller um, and, and, and I, my controllers have been through the ringer with some of my, the games that I play. Um, but ultimately, like, I do think that a lo enough people will just pick up a controller, only move the sticks and press two of the four buttons. Cause a lot of games don't use all the buttons that extensively. Like a lot of games just will have X as like a menu button, you know? Yeah. Um, or like the, you know, or, or they might only play with the shoulder buttons. If you're playing something like Dark Souls, a shooter, things like that. Like, I think the shoulder buttons might actually be the most important thing to get right. And that's why the PS3 controller is shit. Dude, the PS3 controller is heinous. Because the, the fucking shoulder buttons are, are so abysmal that... People just stop mapping things to the Dude, shoulder buttons. Dude, isn't that crazy? Like, all the shooting games gave up on using the triggers for shooting. 
to put them on L1 and R1 because the triggers are so bad. They're so bad on PS3. PS3 controllers is the DualShock 3 is fucking terrible. It's legendarily bad at this point. I I actually think it might be like top 15 worst controllers of all time. It's like it's so it's so bad. And like I here's the deal. I know people have problems with the DualShock 4. But the DualShock 4 is such like leaps and bounds Ow, better. Shit. Well, we have a DualShock 4 right here. And what you know what's great about it? Fucking convex. Well, there's still kind of concave, but mostly convex thumbsticks. There's a there's a convex outer rim, which I think is perfect. Yeah, it feels. It, it maintains good. the PlayStation aesthetic, but it feels good. Yeah, and your fingers don't fucking slip off of it like like an idiot. I mean, the, I think the big issue with with it is that the actual like the dog bone part of it itself is too thin. It's like really thin, so the buttons are very scrunched up. So it's kind yeah. of hard to to like. Like compare compared to the you know the Xbox controller, I think the button layout is roughly the same. Like the distance between bu- buttons is roughly the same, but like where you rest your thumb on the controller, there is also this sort of flat divot that is kind of uncomfortable after a little while. One thing that's really interesting is I I started uh, trying to learn how to play Kingdom Hearts with the circle button as attack, the way it was in Japan, because pressing X and then moving to circle. Um, is just a lot easier to do. Like moving, you're moving up as opposed to pressing circle and then down to attack. You're moving down, which feels worse and kind of sloppier, right? Yeah. So it's it's a lot easier to pull off like short air combos or or short hops and things like that by doing that. And so like that was just something where where I I just said you know what this is this is something you got to take the plunge on like learning Vanquish with a fucking keyboard and mouse like playing Doom Eternal with a keyboard and mouse absolutely yeah. Yeah, it's something it's something you gotta fucking learn. But like it is really interesting, the the little intricacies of, of playing a game. And and even in the case of Shin Megami Tensei, there is nothing and two, because I will beat two. I, I'll just beat it after one. And the other thing is that like one and two are games I am pushing myself through. Because they're not like fun, fun. Like they're they're not unbearable, certainly. Um I think that that two is like it's it is weirdly compelling, but at the same time, I'm also like, I don't, I don't like, I don't like what's going on here. I don't like this. Well, you just want to like and... see the roots of this series. Yeah, exactly. And so I'm, I'm pushing myself through it, but it's not like, like Zelda one, where you go back to Zelda one, you're like, oh shit, this is actually like still a really great game. Like, and it's still really fun. Shin Megami Tensei, by way of being an old as fuck JRPG is, is frequently annoying. Like, and it is very interesting, like, the difference between, like, Shin Megami Tensei and, like, Dragon Quest. Where Dragon Quest really is, that's a game about fucking work, right? You're putting in work, and you're putting in an investment to do it. And that's kind of the rewarding aspect of it. I mean, you know, it is like a, it's like a farming game or some shit like that. The The reward is that you, you sit down and you say, I'm beating Dragon Quest. And all you gotta do to beat Dragon Quest is put in the work. As opposed to SMT, where, like, there are gonna be times in which you're just fucking lost, and you just get wiped the fuck out in a single hit, and, and shit just goes fucking nuts, and everything's lunatic. That just is what happens, right? And and so it is a very interesting experience to kind of, like, make myself go through these games. And, I, and I'll be Nocturne as well. I'll probably play four, and I'll definitely play the Devil Summoner games. Because, um, like, I do genuinely want to be able to, like, I, I love smt5 but i would be very interested in seeing how i feel about that if like i become really attached to these other elements of the series yeah i mean what what is uh i mean what 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 is the discourse online like as the shit what is the shakeout on like the superior 
SMT game? Is it is it five or are people are saying like three or four? Or one of the spinoffs uh, it's are, are three and four are usually considered the the better games than five. Five has a lot of fans and a lot of fanfare, but the story is really like the story is really making that game unpopular with a lot of the player base. Okay. Yeah, because the story's just not good. Like, I mean, it is. I mean, it is another SM. You know, another five game, very similar problem, where like that gameplay is great, but there are a lot of people who are like, yeah, but I'm not here for that. Like, I am, but the gameplay is a vehicle for me to experience a story, and when the story's not there, I just don't care. And I personally can't relate to that, but I also understand that that's very important to people. Yeah. And so for me, I just. I just I'm not like that, but I'm very interested in seeing like maybe I could be maybe maybe I could play these other SMT games and be super emotionally charged and affected by them. But then again, I am the guy who Ocarina of Time. I love that game. And and even, you know, again, like even Majora's Mask don't love that game that much, but I love the ideas in that. Then you put Breath of the Wild in front of me. The story's like mid and I'm like, I don't give a shit. I don't care. Like, so I pro- it probably is just a case of a different of a different flavor of SMT for me. I'll probably like these other games and then end up agreeing like, no, but I just the JRPG system is what I like about five so much because it is one of my favorite games now because of that gameplay and that that system. But but again, I, I, I like to have informed opinions uh, so that when I get into pointless bullshit arguments online with people who will never listen to me anyway, at least I can feel good that I did my homework. And then I'll maul to you in DMs. The yeah. end. Such is the circle of life. Sam, I know we talk about the same five things all the time. Yeah. But, like, I need to talk about a picture that I sent you the other day. <laughs> which, and I think I posted it to the Discord, too. Um, It was just a picture of the trending topics on Twitter. Yeah. And it said, trending nazism 10.7k tweets oh yeah 10.7k yeah. and then below it trending urine 37.4k <laughs> tweets and i was just like i was just like why would anyone stay on this website right yeah why would anyone have it yeah because I, I i have a twitter basically just to um just like to to keep in touch with some friends from japan i think i've mentioned this yeah I, i've even tried to like Get away. I've deleted the app off my phone. Um, so if I if I really do feel such a desire to check it, I can do so just by going on Google Chrome and using that miserable way as like a you know, it's like a deterrent to keep me off. You know, I gotta use this awful fucking method of uh of using Twitter. But it's just such a I there's nothing of value really there there for me. I, I initially started my, you know, it's fucked up, Miles. I initially started my private Twitter solely to just keep up with game news. And for a while, that really worked out. But then it just fucking devolved to just being a regular Twitter that's private that I don't tweet on. Where I just follow all these regular people again and get in for are faced with the exact same problems that caused me to make the private Twitter in the first place. And it's all because I follow these fucking porn artists, dude. It's all their fucking fault. Because all they do is just like nonsense. What are they like fucking nonsense? When will you learn, Sam? When will you learn that all porn artists are just here to push communist propaganda? On Can't you? I when just get the goddamn art? Can't I no. just get the goddamn art and move on? It's fucking ridiculous. Now, 
Miles, you've reminded me of something, though, that I've been meaning to bring to the crack house for a while. Because it's been brought to my attention, because you know me, online entrepreneur Sam Kingway. You know I love content creation. You know I'm all about making a buck fifty, you know, making content. I love it. I love it. And I've been really remiss uh, as a uh, as a male uh, that I've not been able to fully capitalize on the OnlyFans um, racket, the bracket, the OnlyFans racket, because there's just so much bread. You know, there's so much bread to be made, uh, and it's and I can't fully take advantage of these horny guys, except you can. Miles, I have discovered a way as a male user to help to help yourself profiteer off the great OnlyFans racket by using Instagram. Miles. Let me tell you how you do it. So first thing you do is you go on Instagram and you make a brand new account. And you call the account some bullshit like waifus are us or some nonsense like that. And all you do is go on Pixiv and just grab any horny art that you like and post consistently for month, for days and weeks. Once you build the big enough following by stealing all this anime art you grabbed off of Pixiv and Twitter to repost on your Instagram called Waifus Are Us, then you go and start DMing these, these OnlyFans chicks. You start DMing the, the chicks with the accounts that are like less, that are like, in the 15 to 25k range you know they got a little bit of a following what they're trying to grow you hit them up and be like hey i got a follower group of 75k or whatever pay me and i'll post a not say i'll post one of your pictures on my account and link to your at and you can pay me money because this is what i realized this is the trap I found myself in on Instagram was I'd get in, I'd I'd find these accounts that would post these hot anime pics and would follow them because I wanted to see more, and every once in a while, there would just be like some random 3D ho all of a sudden popping up on the feed, and I'd be like, who the fuck's this? And then it would be like her at is this with like the sweat marks, you know, to induce uh wanting to ejaculate on 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 them, and. That's crazy. There's good money to be made in, in in this racket, Miles. You can do this. All you need to do is grow an Instagram following of a bunch of horny guys who like all this weeb anime shit and be like, hey, sub to this chick's OnlyFans and she gives you $250 for, for, for a fucking Instagram post or whatever, you know? But are you sure that that was paid for? Because I genuinely think that that I, might also be advanced simping, as we've talked about. That might also be advanced simping. I posting, refuse to believe it's advanced simping. I re, it, it feels no. You too... refuse to believe it's advanced simping because if it's not advanced simping, then it benefits you. That's the thing. I think exactly. it has to be advanced simping. I truly think that these these guys are are. This is truly a she won't call you, bro. Situation. I think it can't be that way, dude. 
You can, I, the, I genuinely cats, think that these these horny cats guys, build a following on Instagram, posting these these horny these horny uh, anime pics from uh, from Pixiv and Twitter and Reddit and all this fucking place, and they're building this fucking following, and they're just linking to these bitches for free. Yeah, I I actually think that that might be like a a notice me bro situation or a a, a situation of like they just get so horny for these girls. That they just do this, that they just post this shit, but they also want the engagement for their own account. I think this is not just, this is either advanced simping, or it's advanced uh, credit to whoever made this. Like, I I, I think, I, oh, so I don't think there's Oh, so what you're money. implying, so what you're implying is that these OnlyFans chicks... As a as a as like a, a fourth wall marketing technique, are making these horny anime accounts and posting all this shit, building following so they can link to their own not safe for work. No, material. that was not what I was implying at all. I think that you just cracked the code, though. Personally, I I think that that might be the case. But but what I was arguing was I I think it's a case of. Of they just happen to have this content, right? They down, you know, they follow this account. They downloaded this content, and instead of just regramming it or whatever it's called, they want to get the engagement on their post on on their own account, and so they'll post the you know the models so that the models not like take the fucking post down, even though the post has however many things. But they also don't want to just regram it so that they can get engagement and follows, right? Yes. Like I true I truly think that 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 is the case. I don't think that there's any money being exchanged. And if there is money being exchanged, uh try it and find out. Um, I mean, my thing is this, Miles, is I I'm pretty sure on one of these accounts that I follow in the description, it says like DM for like advertising or whatever. Like specifically highlighting that that was something they do. On their chain, on their page, or it's like, hey, if you want to drop an ad, hit hit me up. You probably and, should have brought that up before I started poking holes in the argument. Like, you probably should have brought up the fact that there was an account that confirmed this is the truth. That that like that's what that's what solidified me. Where I was like, fuck, is that's what's happening here? Is that is that's what's going on? This is just one all one big big crazy racket. To get more people subbed to OnlyFans, I mean that that would make some sense, honestly. But the like shadow marketing, it's it's one of these things where like if you posted a 3D woman on my 2D account, I would just be like, "How dare you!" and unfollow. Like I truly, I I have to assume that that must work on on enough people that it's worth doing for the the individual. But like if if I saw that shit, I would unfollow the fucking account. Myself. I mean, because here's the deal, like. I've never seen one of these accounts be completely overtaken by, th- we'll just refer to them as 3D posts, um, but- 3D ads, 3D advertisements. And also, by the way, they always advertise, like, I've definitely, whenever they advertise the same person, they always use the same photo. So there's, like, a couple of, like, times where it's, like, this is, like, the eighth time. It's, like, Sheen, this is the seventh time you showed shown this action in this class. 
We went for two completely different references, too, because I said fucking Momo-kun, a woman no one has thought about in 90 years. <laughs> oh, man, Momo-kun? Yeah, you remember Momo-kun? Yeah, yeah, how can I forget that chicken, chicken leg, ball-guyed bitch? <laughs> yeah, what a lunatic. What's What a dumbass fucking week that was, the fucking Momo-kun week. No, I you're just fucking... thinking of Momo. Not, Momo-kun was like a, a really controversial cosplayer. You're thinking of Momo, oh, the bird the... monster. Yeah, I'm thinking of the bird monster, yeah. No, Momo-kun was like this, I think that she was, was like this- That was that cow like... bitch, right? She yeah, was the original like the plus cow size, bitch. like, whatever, cow bitch. Yeah. Uh, she's the original cowgirl, but she was like a rapist or something. Like, she, or she, Uh-oh. like, touched people inappropriately or whatever. I don't know. Um, basically, she's, everyone hates her. Um, and then she choked on a chicken wing and died. <laughs> she choked on Momo's wing and died. She Momo- choked on Momo, yeah, oh, Momo's wing. Oh, speaking- Wait, what? The- Wait, her name is Momo-kun? Momo-kun. Momo is the bird. Momo-kun is the cow. But, but Kun is a male, is, is a male, like, Kun is for, for males. I I I think like that 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 uh that honorific is for yeah I, I think she it was just a name yeah her name was just Momo Kun okay but it was just a name of she's an idiot yeah it 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 should either be like Momo San or or Momo or Momo Chan Momo Sam Momo this Kun is how you know she's it, a grifter it, though <laughs> that she does she's just, she's just in the cosplay she's not in the cosplay for the love of the game she's in the cosplay for the love of the gain if you know what I'm saying. Dude, I, I, I let, let me ask this. Let, let me let me ask this honestly, because I, I genuinely don't know. But is there a serious, honest to God cosplay grifting game where where there is a significant group? And, and I really mean like I, I not a majority, of course, but like a a non insignificant amount, as I like to say, a non insignificant amount of people in the cosplay scene who don't care about any of the media they cosplay and they only do it for 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 money and they know it's a quick way to get clout or they know it's a way for them to get clout and monetize other other things or get so people say, on board for other stuff so i'm gonna say i don't know for safe for work cosplay that is 100% the case for not safe for work cosplay, though. None of these people are cosplaying characters that they like or even know, because if they were focused entirely on characters that they like, no one would cosplay as Zero Two, because Darling in the Franks is the most hated piece of media ever made. But um, no, that's, wait a minute, what, what? What, 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 why that example? Why would you use the worst fucking example ever? Because Zero everyone cosplays two. as Zero Two. But no one yes. actually likes Darling in the Franks. That's the point that I'm making. Oh, I understand. I understand. I understand what what you mean. I understand. Like that mean. that they are just like, oh, despite this show, this character is popular. Because most cosplayers, I think, unless unless they if they are professional cosplayers, they might do a throw, right? They might do a, a really popular one. But like, if yeah. if a cosplayer gains most of their followings based on pictures. I think a lot of the time they they will do characters that are popular or demanded, but then in person they'll probably do a cosplay that that they're a little more passionate about, especially because you got to spend fucking nine hours in that outfit. I one of the most disenchanting moments of my life was I went to Ocala Comic Con. Oh man, 
So we, we go to Ocala, Talk to me. right? Talk to me. We go to Ocala in Florida with my sister's ex-boyfriend, my older sister's ex-boyfriend, who who has such a beta male name. His name was Greg. Um, <laughs> and and just there's never been a Chad oh, Greg. Greg. There's never been a Chad Greg in human history, right? Like yeah. like whenever you know there are certain names that always appear as like a cool guy name, like like John or Johnny. Right, yeah. no, like Johnny's an alpha male name. Like, there's, there's rarely like a lot of like, there's not a lot of nerdy Johnnies. If you want someone who's a nerd, Jimmy. Right, you got Jimmy Olsen, you got Jimmy Eugene. Neutron. Yeah, Eugene. Yeah, there's never been an alpha Eugene. I mean, any even if you talk about like, uh, Tangled, which has a, a you know a very empowered Eugene, he's still kind of you know the comedic relief. He still gets knocked around a little bit. Like, the, like him being named Eugene is is actually a a source of of problems in his life. He doesn't like that name because it's nerdy and lame, right? Mm. Like, like there are certain like fucking beta male names. Greg is a beta male name. There will never be like a badass character named Greg. Gregor, maybe. Gregory, oh come on! You're telling no. me you're telling me uh, you're telling me Greg Universe from the hit show Steven Universe on Cartoon Network is not a great alpha male character. He literally fucked an alien. I mean, yes, that's true, but but he's got beta energy where he's like nice he and does. polite, and he's not action packed. Like he's just like a he's just a dude. He's, he's just, just a, a goofy dude. dad. Yeah, he's just a goofy dad. Greg is a perfect goofy dad name, right? <laughs> Um, yeah, you know, I, I, I knew a guy, uh, named Greg in, uh, in high school. He's a pastor now. Good name for a pastor, you know? Yeah, no, Greg, Greg. is a good name for a pastor. So we go to, we go with Greg to Ocala Comic Con. I've never seen more cows in my life in one location. Um, and that was not even inside the convention. I'm talking, I'm talking about actual moo cows, like, like behind, you know, just, just fucking, just fucking smelled like manure in that entire fucking town. Right. Yeah. So we get in there. The Ocala Comic Con is literally an L-shaped hallway, and there's nothing in there of, oh. except, of course, for Quentin Flynn, who is at all of these oh, conventions. Who is always at the everything, dude. He he is someone who's been who's been grifting off Raiden, do voice in Raiden for for like twenty years, dude. Oh yeah. And and he's had some some other like notable roles that create fandom like Axel from Kingdom Hearts two, but like it's really just those two roles. Hold on, let's 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 look it up. Let's do a deep let's do a Quentin Flynn deep dive real quick because this guy's always at this shit. He's always in Illinois whenever there's a convention. He's always here. So to know that he'll come down to Florida too, it. <laughs> He he probably is a well okay because here's the deal he's he was born in Cleveland Ohio who knows where he lives now but if he if he primarily is like present and like lives around the the Midwest I understand why he would come to an Illinois Comic Con Florida no anyways he voiced Monk A in Samurai Jack he voiced Rick in Totally Spies. <laughs> You know, these really iconic roles. He played Dr. Riddles and Zatch Bell. You know, really great, really great character. Um oh he play oh he replaced Silver the Hedgehog um in the new Sonic games. I actually didn't fucking know that. That's funny. Oh yeah, yeah, I knew that. But like obviously, like 
obviously I don't I don't I simply joke when I call him a, a grifter. He has a ton of of like he does a lot of voice acting shit. His his uh, Wikipedia is pretty large, but it's just so funny how I he might make more money doing this convention shit. He might do it because he always hosts like two or three panels at yeah. all these conventions. Right? You know what I will say? I think MGR probably was the biggest boost in his paycheck in his life because people probably were paying him to say like memes from the game or just shit lines like probably like in in specifically in because there are two there are three different schools of Raiden acting MGS2 Raiden MGS4 Raiden and MGSR or an MGR Raiden and MGR Raiden like is a very specific cadence this cotton mouth grumbling performance right um and and so like I think people probably pay him to say how about full of shit is that a meme like just all the time right but yeah so Quentin Flynn is at Ocala Comic Con and so we go up to this fucking babe right this just absolute fucking six out of ten and <laughs> and um yeah total babe at the Ocala Comic Con. And she's dressed as, like, Silk Spectre or something. Like, right, you know, just generic, like, black leotard, you know, super heroine, right? Just, like, yeah. all legs. Her outfit is just black leotard and something else. And my sisters, who are really into cosplay at the time, um, they asked her, like, oh, well, do you really like... I think she was, like, Night, Night Raven or some shit. I don't know. Fuck comic books. All these characters are lame. Like, all these female characters are fucking lame in comic books. Um, Fuck you. Shout out She-Hulk. Well, She-Hulk's the only good one. I think... Are we are we okay with that, with me saying She-Hulk's the only good one? Nah, I like Wonder Woman. She's sick, dude. Wonder okay, Woman's, like, fine. iconic more than, like, an actually, like, good character, though. So, like, I will give you that. I like I yeah. like Wonder Woman from, like, a... She's, like, Cultural, fucking yeah. sick. She's, like, dope yeah. as fuck. She's got a fucking whip sword fucking shield hell yeah flies got a visible jet i'm all about that shit that's fine that's fair um can't yeah, wait for the game. but yeah but but again you know so 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 she's but she's one of these like c tier like like first first love comic characters like that what that, that nerds masturbated to for the first time and so my sister was like oh well, what do you like about the character and she was just like i don't know they just asked me to dress as her and just with just no no hesitation, no disdain, just revealed like, yeah, this is a job, and the whole thing's a grift. I don't know this character. I don't like this character. Uh, but they asked me to dress as her, and so I did. Um, and I'm sure she made seventy five dollars for the whole day. Uh, and immediately went back to her dumpy Ocala apartment, um, where six women live under the yeah. same roof and share one bathroom. Um. And then when the waiter got back from Hooters and the one got back from her job as a stripper, they all decided to sit down on the couch and watch Three's Company together. And and they asked her, so how was your day? And they're like, yeah, these fucking bratty 14-year-old girls who were dressed as like Doctor Who characters asked me if I like <laughs> cosplaying as a career. And they all laughed together because it's absurd. It it's fucking absurd that anyone would do this for the love of the game. <laughs> But I truly, I truly think that there are passion cosplayers. There are people who just love absolutely the act of creating a different, there's a passion, different outfit. There's passionate yeah. people on literally any medium of creativity ever, you know. But dollars to fucking donuts. Anyone who like mostly does like the popular characters, like anyone who did like a Jolene photo shoot for Part Six, has no love of JoJo. 
They have no love of JoJo. They just know that that's Probably. a popular character. Because if they had love of JoJo, they'd do a fucking Foo Fighters photo shoot for me. For my lady, Atro. <laughs> yeah, R.I.P. R.I.P. Atro. Dude, she's not even I dead. Didn't see, you didn't see it coming. You didn't, you she's didn't not, see she's coming. not even dead, dude. She's just reanimated by Plankton. Dude, do you want to do you want to know something that bothered me that legitimately pissed me off? What? Like, and this is true. Like, this is true. Like, learn the fucking lore. If someone was like, they someone like was complaining, they were like, the the change of Foo Fighters to just FF is one of the laziest dub name changes. And I was like, that that was in the anime. Like that that was in the Japanese dub. That was in the fucking manga. Like that's always been a thing. And they were like, oh. And this was, like, after them, like, complaining about, like, the stand censorship names. And I was just like, do the... F Google it for five fucking seconds. Like, look at the Japanese dub and just see. Just see. And you know what? And I have no fucking right, because I never do my fucking research when I see some shit that gets me mad. But, like, like if you're an English fucking dub watcher, like, uh, that's the, one of the easiest fucking research things to do is just look at the Japanese dub and see what fucking changes there are, right? But, yeah, no, none of these cosplay hoes do it because they like it. No, no yeah, one has like a you big cosplay. First. Yeah, no, no one who has a big cosplay specifically Twitter and an OnlyFans likes any of the characters they're dressing up as. They might have some preferences or some that they like to an extent, but like, dude, no one's fucking dressing up as like, no one, no one's when Dragon Maid S comes back. None of them are dressing up as Tolru. They're like, oh, who's the new one that everyone likes? Okay, Ilulu, I'll be that one now. Yeah, true. This is true. I have seen a lot grift. more Alulus than uh, Tarus. Well, it's it's not in the grift necessarily. It's more the the game. I mean, it's the game, but but when it's OnlyFans is involved, it's the grift. <laughs> but because um, like I got I got no fucking problem with like, I mean it's it's no different than an actor who gets different roles. Like sometimes you're not into the the role that you're doing. Sometimes you don't really like the character that much. Yeah, but um, it pays. Yeah, but it pays. But like like there there is probably a lot of like of, of cases where they just like if there's an OnlyFans involved, they they might not even like like they might not have even fucking seen the anime or even like be that interested in it, but they gotta just pretend. They just gotta pretend yeah. because because I, I, I the more really that nerds believe they have a speak. chance. I would love to speak with someone who is invested in anime from a purely like from a purely like yeah, a fan point. I can a fan make standpoint. money. Pro I can make money. I see. Like, like I, I, I just try. I'm trying to imagine if this person exists because I don't even know if it's necessarily true. Oh, or, like Sam. someone who has no interest in anime whatsoever, but sees the demand in the market for like this good cosplay shit and has the skills to just do it. For like for money, like I, I, now that I say it out loud, it seems kind of crazy. It seems I, I don't. I really don't think it is because I, 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 you know something, Sam, and I'll tell you this much. I truly believe that that normalizing sex work was the worst thing to happen to the trans community. This is a fucking fact because like there are so many people that I know come out as trans women and I'm like, oh, you know, great, proud of you, and then immediately they're like, yeah, I'm gonna do sex work now. I'm like, what? What the fuck? Like, like there, there are so many people who are just like, yeah, I'm just giving up on a normal job and a normal life, and I'm just gonna be a sex worker. 
because because I I took I took a skittle and now I have breasts. And and I'll just take photos of my bre- of my developing breasts and I'll post them to the internet and people will pay $4 for them. Like just the amount of people I know who like that becomes their game plan. And I've seen enough of them eventually just get off of that grift, that fucking con, like believing that that will actually work as a career for them. But like truly that that is something that like a lot of a lot of these these people and and you have to remember a lot of where I meet these people is specifically like spaces for adults looking for adult fun because that's something I fucking do. Um, And so I'll just meet a lot of them who are like, yeah, I came out as trans and day after. Yeah, I'm starting sex work, selling feet pics like just I, I shave my legs and I'm selling feet pics now that that is just a lot of these people's like first like three months after being on the pill. It's sort of like how Orange is the New Black depicted like like the the used panty market as like this like easy money scheme. And then it just fucking ruined the industry forever. Like it, it just well, absolutely well, fucking well, wrecked it. Well, dude, like that's that's what always happens anytime anything. Th- dude, this is why TV's the worst is because like we, all we talked about bad this with storage shit. wars too. Yeah, like storage wars like really f- like fucked up the the gaming market or it put it on the bad. Yeah, American pickers fucking Ch- Ch- Chernobyl make makes has made everyone hate nuclear power now. You know, Which like, I, you know. To be fair, I guess is a good thing. But yeah, like t- TV really is. TV really is, or Squid Game has made everyone hate Koreans. Um, yeah, you know what? <laughs> what? Oh, is that just my opinion? Never mind. No, you know Squid Game. I feel like there was something that people like hated after Squid Game, but I don't remember what it was. Like some. Some shit. I mean, it was. I mean, it wasn't capitalism. They always hated that. Um, I don't know what it was, but like there was this wave of. I think people just hated Squid Game after watching Squid Game. Like I truly dude, think that that was the thing, dude. I I I uh, I I've never really seen like, and you know it's and I, and I say this like not not with any like Schadenfreude or anything as I usually do when I talk about stuff like I like when foreign media gets the spotlight here in the states regardless of how I personally feel about it or my personal interest I just I think it's good I think it's good that American audiences watch stuff from other countries you know oh um, same here but there there was definitely some some rebound some weird ass rebound you are right some we'll call it a cultural rebound on uh, on Squid Game, where it comes out and it's like it, it's everyone like it's it. like the, everyone loves it. Everyone, everyone, or I, I don't want to say loves it, but everyone is talking about it and watching it. And it's, it is it's the Tiger King. It was the it was the that Tiger moment's King. Tiger King. Yeah. It's yeah, it's the Netflix zeitgeist show of the month. Uh, but there's not always one every month. But like, because you know, it was the Queen's Gambit, like you know, a few like a in twenty early twenty, I think it was the Queen's Gambit, yeah, yeah, um, twenty nineteen maybe. There's, yeah, there's been other shows in the in the interim that are that are kind of that are kind of like this, where everybody is watching it. Netflix is is I think the most apt for doing this. Yeah, um, it's rare that an Amazon show. I mean, you have like the boys. I don't the think boys you, on Amazon. You know what the thing is, Miles? I don't think the install base. For Prime Video or Hulu or even H- or like HBO Max or whatever has the ability to hit in the same way that a Netflix site guy showed us because everyone has easy access to Netflix. 
There are a few, though. I think that the two, like, big Amazon shows that kind of pierced the veil, in my personal opinion, were The Boys and Cobra Kai. I think, I Cobra think those Kai, two um, kind of, like, Netflix. blew up. Oh, I thought it was Co- YouTube. Yeah, so, okay, so first two seasons of Cobra Kai are on YouTube, and then mm. season three and four were produced on Netflix. But anyway, season four just came out, and I need to watch it. By the way, have you seen Cobra Kai? I, I know I'd like Cobra Kai. I haven't it's, seen it, but I, I, would, I, need, I know I'd like it. It's it's dummy good. Like that's the best way to describe it. It's like it's actually it is legitimately stupid that it is this good. Um and you can't well, believe we, Karate Kid got this much love. Got like this much know? treatment. Well, it's funny because you have these nostalgic revivals. Like we I, I didn't talk about the Matrix Resurrection, and I don't really need to. The movie's mid. Yeah. Um I hate the first half hour, and then after that, once we get into the Matrix, it's mid. Um, the matrix, yeah, the matrix. Inoffensive. It's worth a watch, I guess. <laughs> you know, if if you support the, the trans rights movement, you have to watch the matrix because that was their intention. It was um, the original intention of the. Of the that Wachowskis, was the original intention. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The, the Wachowskis did not lie to you. Uh, just one Wachowski this time. Only one was grifting this time. The other one, the other one said they dusted their hands and and she said. Not doing it anymore. Living an honest life, and then and Lana was like, "Fine, I'll keep the grift alive. I'll do it myself. All right, I'll do it myself." Except I don't know. Was that a Thanos? Was that did that sound like Thanos? Uh, no. Okay, I don't remember the line delivery of that, so I was really banking on it being the same delivery. Yeah, no, it was not. Not okay. Not it. I tried my. I tried my best. You know, I I watched the the fucking Dark Knight trilogy like a little while ago. Dude, Batman Begins is so fucking good. Like I actually could not but I like I feel like society has led me astray on Batman Begins cuz I was they- like Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Because everybody loves the Dark Knight, right? We all we all love yeah, the Dark true. Knight. We all think it's great and it is great. And a lot of people don't really like or have really, really negative feelings on Rises. Me, personally, I found Rises to just be a kind of boring and a bit of a slog. It didn't help that I, it was like midnight watching it and I was ready to fucking pass out and there was still two hours left in the movie. So... I wasn't doing it any favors, but it didn't really, it could not hold my attention to save my life, to save, save my life. But Begins is fucking fire, dude. But do you think it's a New Hope situation where, like, just Empire's just the one everyone loves so much that, I, like, y- I think like so. New Hope is, New Hope is acknowledged as great, but it's not the first thing out of people's lips. So, sort yeah. of like, um... I mean, I guess it is like like Snake Eater. Like people love MGS two and MGS one, but like when people talk about their like one of the MGS games, Snake Eater is the first one that they'll admit that they will say they love. That's the best yeah. one. But you ask them, well, what about two? What about one? And they'll have the same amount of love. They'll be like, oh yeah, that shit's amazing. That shit's fire. You gotta get them. It's not the go to one. Yeah, and that's and I feel like because of that. I've always been like, oh, Batman Begins. Oh, that movie's kind of whatever. It's like maybe it's just like lesser. It's, it's also it's like Spider Man as... One, I think. Spider Man One's like that. Yeah, Spider Man One is the same problem or, or same. I feel like understanding of it. Yet, no, Spider Man One is awesome. It's a great movie. I think that's the problem with just a truly great sequel is people 
there is something about a great sequel that people flock to. Like, yeah. And maybe it's just because it's so exciting to see something and then it be better because most sequels are just worse. Like, that's just a fucking fact. Like, outside of video games, I feel like most yeah. sequels are just outright worse almost all the time. Yeah. I can think of, like, a, I, I'm trying to think in movies of, like, sequels I like more. I really like Toy Story 2. And, of course, Toy Story 3 is great. But Toy Story 4 but is I, totally I think I like, I like Toy Story 1 more. Like, when I think on it. I... I... Uh... It's tough ranking those movies. I feel like you can kind of throw 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 them in any order, and I'm not gonna except be like for four, mad. except for four. Yeah, I don't even count four. Don't even count four in the rankings. Yeah, I just I don't, don't even care about four. The Toy Story trilogy, you know, it's it's like Batman Arkham Origins. I've just chosen to not include it. I've chosen to be ex exclusive and not inclusive and not include Arkham Origins because it's, it's like it. DMC two, you know. Yeah. My favorite, my favorite Dark Souls games, Dark Souls, Dark Souls 2 Bloodborne and Dark Souls 3. <laughs> where you just, do you, where you just have, don't have Demon Souls. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That's fair. No, or no, um, I, or no, the Dark, Dark Souls 2 is, is, is called Dark Souls 2 Semicolon Bloodborne. They just like, like how it's Metroid oh, 3 Super Metroid. Oh, they just up. didn't include it. That just you fucked up that delivery. Yeah, it's you all fucked good. it up you know, real hard. It, you know, it, you know, fuck, fuck. The show's been going on long enough. You know, it's it, of course there's gonna be some gruesome fucking delivery errors. You know, you know, every now and then, like every Sam now Porter and then. Bridges, right? There's gonna be some gruesome errors. You're gonna fucking trip on your on your fucking cargo. It's all gonna fucking spill out. You're gonna destroy your fucking motorcycle. Lightning's gonna strike your highway or whatever the hell's bullshit. You're gonna crash your. <laughs> You're gonna crash, you crash your, car. your car. Your truck's gonna fall and explode. Yeah, your 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 boat your boat's gonna get get stuck on the rocks. You know that iconic mission in Death Stranding with the boat that everybody hates. You know, and then and yeah. then there's that mission where where Sam Porter Bridges and Dead Man have to go golfing, and on the 16th hole, there's this really obnoxious glitch where where BB uh gets in gets you know you get you hit BB off your fucking chest by swinging your seven iron on the 16th hole, uh, and it's really gross. And the in the Dual Shock controller, Dual Sense controller in the director's cut version, they improved the scene. Uh, just will will not shut the fuck up and it will just keep fucking screeching it doesn't even well, sound about, like anything coherent what i love about this rant is that nothing in the game is like there is not a single thing that you've said that's actually in the game but like it's so honest to the ethos of what of like when it rains it pours in that game like that like i i could do the same shit with like like sekiro even though i haven't fucking played it yet like where, okay where okay just, do it do it do it yeah where it's just like it's like yeah like you you run out of stamina and two guys are surround two samurai are surrounding you you can't do the crowd control enough and then the the the, the fierce eastern dragon comes down and swoops through the stage and kills you in one hit and then the 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 bell 
the bell trolls bring out their mallets and fucking slam you into the ground and stun lock you by repeatedly slamming you into the floor and then the then and then the fight with uh, with uh, then the then the fight with the 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 Tibetan warrior where where the snow where you, you have to hike through the snow and he's jumping around not ignoring all the, the snow mounds so you're running out of his stamina all the time cuz you're sprinting but your sprint gets consumed faster than his. It's it's just like like you can. There are just certain frustrations that you know are inside of a game that you can just. And by the way, finally some heater content for this two out of five episode. Like where where there, but there are just some frustrations that are just in games and you yeah. know that they're there you know that they're there like i could do that with shin megami tensei one and two even though i've not fucking finished them where i'm just like yeah we're fucking metatron cast cast mazanma kills your entire party in one hit there's no save point in the in in the the tower of babel so you get sent back to the, the fucking, you know, Amala Labyrinth, and you gotta start all over again. And of course, the map spell doesn't transfer between saves. So you gotta cast the map spell again. And you take a step forward, and oh my god, you got attacked by 15 incubuses who all have, who all have instant kill dance moves. You're playing Quake. <laughs> the Quick Select's all fucked up. So your Thunderbolt shot's on the 7 key. So you gotta fucking look down away from the action as the fucking grenade launchers keep getting fucking chucked at you and you gotta hear the constantly as you're fucking around in the corner keep trying to keep your eyes on the action as you're trying to as so desperately press the 7 key. Gugank jumps on top of you, starts punching you in the face, knocking you across the room. You're trying to get the needle gun. Gun out, but you whip out the wrong one, and you waste way too much ammo with it, even though you wanted to use the regular needle gun, even though it doesn't matter since Quake's weapons are a little whack. So then you want to hit him with the shotgun that's more like a fucking pump-action rifle that can be shot from 50 meters away. It's just, it's just fucked up, you know? It's just tough out here. It really, it really is hard out here for a quake. Just <laughs> for a quaker. For a quake, yeah, where my quaker is at? I, I would actually love, here's the plot of Quake 4, okay? Because I think Quake there is five, a Quake 5, you mean? Quake 5. Yeah, here's the plot of Quake 5, okay? So, the year is 1774, right? Okay. There, there, a guy knocks on the door of, of like, a, of, of a Pennsylvanian man, right? Okay. He says, "We, you know, we're fighting the Bridges. We really need you." He says, "Oh no, I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm a Quaker. I, I don't, I don't like violence. I'm a Quaker, right?" So then the British come, but it turns out that the British are all alien demons from another realm. America is conquered by the no, British. No, they're eldritch. They're eldritch beings. Sorry, I don't, I don't know the Quake lore, right? But it's, but it's yeah. all, it's all Lovecraft stuff. Oh, it's Lovecraft stuff? Okay. Yeah. So so the British, and this is true because he was British. Lovecraft was British. The British are all squid monsters. 
and and maddening to the eyeballs things. And the only person who survives their their uh the 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 gun devil it's like the gun devil scene, but Shogoths flying around, everyone's going mad. Yeah. There's just the names of everyone going mad. Yeah. Um, so Shogoth's like in the air, his tentacles are writhing, just, and, and it, there's just like a list of names of people who have gone so insane, they killed themselves, and, and the only survivor is this Quaker, um, and so, like, the Quaker, and m- maybe, maybe there's like a, like a, you know, an ascension moment, like a rip and tear moment where you hear that voice, but you will be worse, you know, like, the Quaker dies and, and he goes to hell, right? Yeah. He goes to hell for not being a Mormon, uh, and he comes back because um, the Mormons were right in this universe. Well, the uh, Quakers were people who belonged to an historically Protestant Christian set of denominations. Right, but but the point is Mormons were correct, and so he went to hell for not being Mormon. Um, I see. But then, but then there there are some who is who, there was someone who was like. You are the only one left in America. I, Lucifer, was supporting the Americans. And now I lost money because I bet God that the Americans would win. But you are my only salvation. Take this flamethrower and defeat the orders of the British. But I'm a Quaker. I I see something of God in everybody. Yeah. I shall give you the sigil of the Quaker then. And you shall be the strongest warrior. Bro, do you know you literally collect sigils in Quake? Like, that's what you do in Quake. What is going on? Oh, yeah. So he, sigils? he gives him the sigil of the Quake. Of the Quaker. Yeah. And, and the thing is, it, it turns him into... It, Quake It gives guy. him the power to have, like, these, like, really powerful guns, right? But the thing about it is that when, when he shoots them, because he's a Quaker... Uh, when he shoots the British, they will return to God. So he's actually... He, he's convinced... He's Lucifer's sending them to heaven. Him. Yeah, he sent that he's sending them to heaven that he's saving their souls from this Mormon hellscape. And so and so he gives them all these like weapons that like baptize people. So like, yeah, like he's the got thunderbolt. Like, yeah, he's got like a like divine thunderbolt. <laughs> and the super shotgun. Yeah. The 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 super shotgun which which it it sprays it sprays um pellets of myrrh out, right? Instead of yeah. buckshot, it's myrrh. And the shot. rocket launcher. Yeah, the rocket launcher which just which just shoots the bible. The Bible combusts and explodes. Dude, this is like fucking Chex's quest. <laughs> but like Quaker. Dude, it's the Quaker Oats. It's the Quaker Oats. Yeah, and it's just a mod of Quake. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a Quake mod called Quaker. Um and and it's by Quaker Oats, but it's like really raw and hardcore. <laughs> Yeah, fuck, fuck yeah, I'm into that. I play that shit. Maybe that's the basic game. Instead of the needle gun, it's an oats gun. Fires oats. <laughs> yeah, just firing oats over and over again. And and maybe maybe there's like a, a hot water cannon. It's sort of like the glue gun from fucking you know prey, where you fire it and it turns all the oats into oatmeal, slowing the enemies down. So it's like a, a debuff, right? You shoot the water and it turns the oats into oatmeal. Um. <laughs> This is good. Yeah. And then and then or there could be the the grenade launcher could be like a milk bomb where it pops up and milk fucking splatters yeah, everywhere. Yeah, milk gets... spews everywhere. Yeah. yeah. He's got like a berries gun. Add some berries and bananas. That's the thing the melee weapon's a banana. Yeah, part of a balanced breakfast. Every everything you need to go slay some everything you need to go slay some Mormons. Yeah. <laughs> Quake 5 Oats
But obviously it's Quake V. Quake V. And that, and no, uh oh. Oats, uh. Quake 5 Terror Instinct. <laughs> Quake 5 Breakfast Instinct. <laughs> Oh fucking god! We have we have we have ten more minutes, and I oh I have one shit, more topic we do. I have yeah, two out of five episode this week. I have one yeah. more topic for us, Sam. Yeah, um, please. And I linked it to you today. Uh, the Pokemon Channel uploaded a lovely little short. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Bidoof's Big Stand, which is a fucking masterpiece. I mean, it's not, but it, it's wonderful. It's great. It's great. Yeah. It's great. Like uh, there, there is a point in which Bidoof. Who has a character tick where he sneezes, sneezes so hard he wins a Pokemon fight because the sneeze propels him upward just enough to not get hit by a hyper beam. Like, just I need you to understand how wonderful this this short is. But I was just watching it and I just said, dude, the laws of em entropy from Madoka Magica are just the truth. It's just real because the Pokemon content division has been popping off so hard and it's because they've been siphoning the skill from Game Freak. <laughs> like, it truly is like the laws of entropy. There cannot be a good Pokemon game and a good Pokemon content package at the same time. Because let's be brutally fucking honest, Sam. The Pokemon anime was mid. It was fine. Right. I, 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 okay. Here's the deal. It's a complicated question because I, in, in my opinion, I feel like that first season of the anime, the Indigo League is genuinely excellent and has a legitimate story arc. But here's the thing that came on the back of gen one and by the laws of entropy, gen one had to be really glitchy and broken in order for season one to be good. Because then I mean, he gets a crystal and gold and silver, and it starts to go downhill. I, I mean, the anime is still pretty good. I mean, I, I mean, here's the thing, Miles. What's kind of lost on people is that from season one to season five to the end of Master Quest, that Pokemon is a complete arc. They're, like, Ash has a complete narrative arc, and then they kind of soft reboot it with Advance. That's when he gets rid of his team. And just had, or not gets rid of in quotes, gives all his Pokemon by Pikachu to Professor Oak and starts anew in, in Sinnoh. Or, I'm sorry, excuse me, in Hoenn. And advances when the series starts to dip a little bit in quality. And then Diamond and Pearl has some moments that are good, has some moments that kind of suck. It's kind of okay overall. I don't like black and white whatsoever, and I fell off the series from there. The, but the laws of entropy, Sam. Black and white's the best game. Worst anime. However, Laws of Entropy. now that you say this, Miles, I'm kind of getting sold because lo and behold, X and Y, when I stopped watching the anime, is apparently when it starts getting kind of legit. Like they hired a real anime studio to do it. They would stop throwing the fucking weird colored gradient backgrounds behind Pokemon doing their moves and stuff. And there's actually like, you could actually like, you know, see movement and it was like fun to watch. And had a fucking shonen-ass story arc and all this shit, and, uh, yeah, the game started to suck. And around X and Y, it started to go downhill for the games and go up in, in quality for the, for and the anime. The 
People genuinely say Sun and Moon, because people were resistant to Sun and Moon initially, but like Sun and Moon just got better and better and better. And now yeah, it's people are really, like really on it. Yeah. Yeah. And people. And, now it's and, God-tier. I, and then to, I and like then to Galler, the clips and stuff I've seen are really cute from the new show. And then to rub salt into the wound even more. They said, let's make a YouTube channel where we only post fucking God tier works of art. And it's just like these cute, like, Sam, I went to fucking school for this. I can actively tell you that every Pokemon short is a perfect piece of media. Oh, perfect dude, they're, they're, so, they're so good. They're so, they're so good, Miles. And it's not even just, like, this one, right? Like, have you seen any of the um, Pokemon Generations shorts that they did yeah. from, like, a couple oh, years no, ago? The- there, there's a great. I talked about this. I wrote a little, like, little mini paper about this, where like the Wooloo Generations one, with like, um, or not Pokemon Generations. Um, what am I thinking of? Evolutions? No, it's not evolutions. There's a story about a Wooloo. It's Hop's Wooloo, right from from Galar. Yes. Um, and there's a perfect thing where like, even though this is just like a really dumb little sketch about how Wooloo is super weak and. Which I guess is kind of just Bidoof's last stand, but the difference is the Wooloo is, like, a domesticated Wooloo. But, like, the whole, like, they just thought, like, okay, well, we have to do a rule of threes somewhere because these men are masters of the craft! Okay, what happens? Well, the Wooloo sees a Charizard flying, and it decides that it has to learn how to fly. So it, it there there will be a rule of threes where it tries to make a big leap. The first time it makes a, a, a leap off the bed. The first attempt, of course, a failure, but a modest failure. Second time has to be his biggest failure. So he makes a leap off of a rock face, right? Like a big cliff, and ends up, yeah. like, spiraling down the cliff and, and ending up somewhere. And so the third time, though... He needs to make his biggest leap, his most dangerous leap, and it's successful. And he leaps out of a fucking carriage being, like, flown through the sky into Hop's arms. And I'm just like, masters of the craft. They did it. They figured it out. The same thing with fucking Bidoof sneezing and and him being Mr. Miyagi'd by by being an HM slave to to dick-sucking lip ash. Like... Like, like that shit, like that shit's so good, dude. That shit it's is just so great. good. It's just good classical writing, and I truly believe that's it. The law of entropy, the law of entropy was was in play here because Diamond and Pearl, not bad games, right? And just like yeah. the anime, not bad either. Moments, moments of goodness, moments of badness. That was when the elements were in harmony. Yin and Yang were in perfect balance. Entropy, yeah, black and white, shit. good. Black and white anime, not good. Like exactly. X and Y, not good. X and Y anime, good. I see. Yeah. So that's that's. I I think that we can now. People like Sun and Moon though. People do like Sun and Moon. I haven't yeah, played them, so fair. I can't speak to them. But... but the first seasons of Sun and Moon were controversial. They were controversial. They were controversial. People there was did a lot gr- of grow to it though. Yeah, people did grow to it, and they grew to it when it started to suck. Pokemon. So so just a. Uh... This is this is an accurate theory. This the law of entropy, the law of Pokemon entropy. <laughs> now you might uh, be thinking, Miles, where does Colosseum and XD Gale of Darkness fall onto this? They don't, because this is purely a relationship between anime and Game Freak. If someone who is not Game Freak were to make a Pokemon game, it would not be bound to the laws of entropy. I don't. Yeah. Oh, 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 wait, okay, so, okay, so by that extent, Ilka, who made Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, which is the worst Pokemon game, uh, does not equate into this equation, which, 
I think that remakes are outside of the law of entropy. It's like, it's uh, it proves your point though. It does prove your point though, because B is heinous. It's like terrible. That's true, but but like I also don't know the quality of the Sun and Moon anime currently, or the Galar anime currently. It and, looks like, how pretty that good. Is. But okay, wait, Sam. I know. I got this. The laws of entropy have to do with the anime versus Game Freak. The laws of entropy with Ilka have to do with the Pokemon shorts. So Bidoof's big stand is so good because BDSP had to be so so bad. Yeah, had to be so shit. And is it? But you're telling me though, if if Pokemon Legends Arceus comes out later this month and is good, the Galar anime is going to start sucking. Is what you're telling me? Uh, yes. I think I think that at the very least there will be a, a an arc that is controversial or people don't like it. Nothing the laws controversial of Pokemon has happened entropy. in the Pokemon anime. Nothing controversial has ever happened in the Pokemon anime. Nope, never. That's very true. It's never, never once happened. No, there's never been. Sam, a I feel like episode. I'm getting a seizure. You want to end this episode early? Uh, no. Uh, there's one more thing we got to <laughs> talk about, Miles. Oh, perfect, um, perfect. And that's the Board Ape NFT family tree. Oh, I forgot I asked you to do this. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna do all this fucking research. You know, I'm not gonna put in all this hard work. And uh, only, only to not use it on the fucking podcast. So anyways, so the other day, Miles fucking sends me th- this <laughs> this fucking link that from, from this website called Boardroom TV. Which B-O-A-R-D, is like, B-O-A-R-D, Boardroom. Not, not Board, because we just talked about the Board I, I'm sorry, yes. I think it's Boardroom. Yeah, not, not, not Boardroom as like. A room with no fucking TV or video games in it. That's a boardroom. No, this is a boardroom. <laughs> a boardroom is Applebee's. Yes. Yes, a boardroom <laughs> is Applebee's. Uh, which also, by the way, by the way, Miles, I fucking saw this Applebee's commercial the other day. That was two minutes long. <laughs> and it was all about how like, oh, we're like better together. First of all, when we're together, we get COVID. And second of all, the commercial is so long and is so like, what What even is this? That it has to have a awful, heinous Applebee's logo, Apple <laughs> logo, in the corner of the ad the entire you know time. What, you know what that happened? There was a, a commercial for this game. For the Subway, right? Was... Or Monopoly? Miss Monopoly? Miss Monopoly, yeah. There was a commercial for a game with just these girls who were like, I'm, you know, I'm 14 and I'm interested in, in going into STEM. I've been working on a thesis paper to do like whatever. And it's like, that's why girls need to miss Monopoly. And it's after it's 50 awesome. fucking seconds. Yeah. It's awesome. And- yeah. It's that in the subway commercial too, which I'm sure you've seen where it goes through this guy, guy's whole life. And it ends with this woman like coming out of the white void and ending of a subway sandwich. It's like insane. It's, <laughs> it's insane. Like or, or like the Kardashian Pepsi commercial where it's like, oh, where yeah. is this going? Yeah. Yeah. That shit's awesome. But, yeah, I was, like, so taken aback uh, by this fucking commercial and, and the fact that they needed to include the Arby's logo at all times in the, the corner. The Applebee's logo. The Applebee's logo, excuse me. Um, but anyways, you sent me this fucking link from Boardroom, B-O-A-R-D room dot TV, um, which sounds like a great uh, television channel. Sounds like totally worth paying for cable for. Called the Board Ape NFT Family Tree. And then... You just asked me, like, like where is the Red Ape family, or Traff, if you will, in the greater Bored Ape Yacht Club, or back family? 
Because I theorize to you that of the original bored apes, of which there are 10,000 of them, <laughs> the mainstream traff gang with like the lion and the red ape and his like shitty fucking wife, I don't remember this fucking short, they all are, are the pri are like the big names. They're like the Pikachu. Of the original 151, they are the Pikachu and Charizard of the original yeah. 10,000 NFTs of the Bored Ape family. However, the uh, just like Pokemon, as explained in this article, there are mutant apes now, Miles. <laughs> and the mutant apes are evolved forms of the Bored Apes. Now... <laughs> There are actually 20,000 mutant apes because when a b NFT board ape, when a, a traditional trad board ape is given a vial of the mutant serum, Miles, <laughs> it gets transformed into two mutant ape nfts so it's like it's like reverse dyad fusion where where you take something and split it in half now now yeah so anyway so like the the mutant serum basically turns their uh and mutates the board ape into into and creates two uh nfts now i don't know exactly what the second nft is I don't know if it's, like, another version of the mutant ape, and it's, like, your mutant ape, but it's, like, there's two versions. I don't really know. But all I need to know is that little baby, excuse me, little baby, who I think is a <laughs> rapper, um, mutated his ape, and that's his profile pick on Twitter.com. But it's <laughs> it's not just the, uh, the mutant apes, uh, Miles. There's also the Bored Ape Chemistry Club, or BAC... <laughs> Not not to be confused with Bick, which is a board ape yacht club. This is the board ape chemistry club, which uh basically is um the they're the NFTs that I believe like make the mutant serum that you give to the the board apes on the yacht club, and that turns them into the mutant apes. I'm like pretty sure. I'm like pretty sure that's how that works. And then there's the Board Ape Kennel Club, which where you have the chance to claim a Kennel Club NFT dog every week, uh, which is a dog <laughs> that's randomly generated from 170 different traits. Now, apparently, according to the website, uh, that as a perk of having a Board Ape in your in your crypto wallet, uh, the dog the dogs were free. Um. <laughs> However, there became a 2.5% royalty free on OpenSea uh, like six weeks after launch. And apparently the money goes to animal shelters, but I don't like dogs, so fuck them. Uh, <laughs> and then, and then Miles, the real, the real meat and potatoes of the article, which are the, the bored ape imposters, the fake right, apes, right. the monkeys, the escaped if you apes. will, the monkeys, not the apes. The monkeys. I, in the eternal words of Larry the Cucumber, <laughs> the lazy monkeys. If it monkeys. doesn't have, if it doesn't have a tail, it's not a monkey. Even if it has a monkey shape. If it doesn't have a tail, it's not a monkey. If it doesn't have a tail, it's an ape. 
Those are the immortal words of Larry the Cucumber. From uh, Veggie Tales. From Veggie Tales. You bet Larry has an NFT. I bet Larry's a guy. Larry who... Larry would come in and be like, "Hey Bob, check out this image I got on the internet." Um, that's that's really nice, Larry. I own the URL to it. No one else can have it. Larry, don't you know that God believes that people should share things? But but this is mine. I bought it rightfully with all of my cryptocurrency. Now 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 speaking of uh, NFTs that rain uh from uh the uh the blockchain that are not associated with the Board 8 Piat Club the or God, the God authorized chain. by Yuga Labs. Um there's Prime Ape Planet or PAP. Uh there's the Apocalyptic Apes. Which is a collection of eight thousand eight hundred and eighty-eight post-apocalyptic chimps. I have to be brutally honest. I'm kind of about the apocalyptic eights, especially the use of angel numbers. Love it. Yeah, it it had nearly two thousand five hundred NFTs change hands within the first week of 2022, for for good for over nine million dollars in transactions. Apocalyptic apocalyptic apes number twenty five with a skull for a head and a raven on its right shoulder sold for seventy six thousand four hundred dollars. And then, Miles, there are some, like, lesser-known off-brand apes, like the Soul Apes, the Bored Apes Outcast Society, or FAC, which is the fake, which, with the PH, or Funky, with the PH, Ape Yacht Club. Um, so that's the Bored Ape family tree. That's where they all shake out. Now, there was also a line, uh, in this article... Uh, that was really fucking great. Um, that says Gary V, NFT collector Pranksy, MC Hammer, and Logan Paul are all supporters, which is like so funny to me. <laughs> Holy shit! Like, like what a great, like what a hysterical group of fucking fucking gangsters to put in your fucking criminal lineup. Fucking Gary V NFT collector Pranksy. And yes, he must be denoted as NFT as collector Prankster. I mean, it is it, like MC Hammer, NFT collector Gary Prankman. Um, uh, and yeah, Gabe yeah, Paul yeah. Gary, Gary. So it's yeah. So we have we have. <laughs> We have Gary Gary Collector Hammer, MC NFT Paul, Logan V. <laughs> they all show up at your house wearing like suits and they open a, a briefcase with a picture of an ape <laughs> smoking a, a long pipe with like a, you know, he looks like Detective Chimp, right? Yeah. Like a Detective Chimp looking ape. And they say, the bidding starts at $4 million. <laughs> But yeah, it's it just this is really funny. This is like this is here's the thing: we are entering a dystopia, like a true dystopia with NFTs. But like, this is the funniest dystopia, and I'm I'm here for it, dude. I mean, I'm here, truly here's, I'm truly here for it. Here's my thing: I've always been under the the assumption and impression that ninety percent of the things you worry about don't don't happen, and if you just like 
Well, I, I just don't feel like... I feel like NFTs are, are here to stay, but I don't feel like they'll take off in such a mainstream way that a lot of companies are pushing right now. Because a lot of companies, especially like gaming, right? I don't think NFTs themselves are the dystopia. I think the the fervor surrounding them, this like consistent war. I mean, it is the new Tickle Me Elmo where it is just like this this insane testament to people's both fear and reverence for capitalism. Yeah. Like like Tickle Me Elmo was like a symbol of like true Christmas insanity. How like Christmas had become so commercialized, it was more about the toy than the season. And yeah, like I, and I feel like that's the dystopic element of the NFTs. Is, is I, this, yeah. This like that it is this nebulous fog of everyone's well, it's, fear it, of it's crypto. Like, what my the thing with NFTs, which is and, like and everyone's so, fear and everyone's like hopes and beliefs regarding crypto, like it, yeah. it is just this sort of like crystallized image of how everyone. It's a Rorschach test for your reaction to cryptocurrency. Yeah, and I mean, that's my why thing, it's fucking funny. Yeah, I I agree. I I agree. And and it's like, and, and I just wish everyone would like not stop acting like it's the fucking end all i just wish everyone would stop getting so fucking heated about it and laugh and joke at the fucking stupidity that that the whole fucking shebang is because like what is nft miles but like the the idea of buying ownership uh, of buying the idea of ownership because that's yeah. what nft that's what an nft is like and that's it, the it dystopic, the, that's the dystopic element it's that yeah. people are scared of i mean it's like it is like, people are like, people should not own land. Interesting debate. Discuss. But, like, it, it's this idea of, like, should people be able to own the mere concept of a JPEG, right? Yeah. Like, but, and, but here's the thing. And that's what's you fucking don't, funny about it. But, like, yeah, but, like... You only own the you URL to the JPEG. You, you don't even own that. You don't even own that. You own, like... You, you 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 have the certificate as denoted on the blockchain that says you are are the owner of this NFT as denoted on the blo- blockchain. It's like pure own. It's like it's literally like the idea, like the pure ethos idea of ownership and nothing more. And that's. What's so That's funny? That's the dystopic to me. element of it. That's truly where shit is crazy. Yeah, it's well, like because it's not. It's not. It's not even a JPEG. It's not even that. It's. It's like. It, 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 it's like having your photo on a wall at a restaurant for completing like like a an eating challenge. Like no one knows who you are. No one, your name isn't even on the plaque. The date isn't even on the plaque. And like, you, you just like. But you're there. You're, you're, you're there, there on, the, on wall. the wall. And people can see and vaguely conceive of you who is on the wall. On the wall for winning the, the hot wings eating competition at the Buffalo yeah. Wild Wings. Where you, where you you're doing, the, the completing the, bla- the bullshit blazing challenge at, uh, yeah. at Buffalo Wild Wings. Sponsored by Arxis. Uh, if you want to be a true crackhead, because we never fucking shill the Discord and Twitter enough, join the Discord and the Twitter. Links in the description of this episode on Spotify and wherever else it's available. I genuinely don't know. It's available um, on iTunes and Stitcher, I think. Run Stitcher. Yeah. Stitcher, 
the one that everyone uses. And also, check out our Discord. Our Twitter is at a certain amount of followers. I have not checked. I'm sure it's uh, at And 98. we don't use it. Oh, nice. We don't. Nice. I, I don't check it ever. I'm sorry, gang. I'm sorry I, 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 we, I, just... I can't get us more listeners because I don't use Twitter. But fuck it. It's a fucking terrible platform. It's, it makes me miserable. And I don't want you guys to have to fucking go on there. You know? So just join the Discord. It's in the description. Hang out with us. Share the podcast with your friends. We need. We want more people to to listen. More people to hang out with in the Discord. Um, so yeah, our numbers aren't too bad though. That's the thing. This is not desperation. No, this isn't. This isn't. Yeah, this is not desperation. This isn't. Uh, this isn't Dark Side Phil. You know. Yeah, yeah. Where we we need begging to you for views to, and money. to get. We need to masturbate to get some. Sam, what if we truly? I think I did suggest that one day we should just fail No Nut November at the same time on the podcast. <laughs> Didn't I say that? Am I crazy about that? I mean, maybe. Do you remember this? Cause I anime thighs when she opened up so wide. I got a twinkle in my eye. Asian pussy is so tight. I just really want to pipe. Oh my gosh, she got them big ass titties. She's only five. Anime thighs when she opened up so wide. I got a twinkle in my eye. Asian pussy is so tight. I just really want to pipe. Oh my gosh, she got them big ass titties. She's only five. Hey. Bitch, I'm about to fuck this cutie, so I whip out my katana And I knock this little bitch out with just one hit like I'm Saitama Why you act like you retarded, like little bitch, I don't want drama I still hit when she says no, don't understand what she don't wanna, ayy Sword fighting with my penis like I'm in a fucking dojo All these bitches want me like my name was fucking Jojo Asian penis is too tiny like it was a no-show Bitch, don't watch your coochie, watch anime with the bros, though Say my motherfucking bitch, I might pull up, give those thighs a little motherfucking kiss And man, if you talking shit, tell Ryuki you on a list Yeah, your sister is my groupie, she take this anime Dick. Okay, okay, like little bitch, I don't care if that fat ass is too deep. Score a bounty on that pussy, you can call me Spike Lee. Putting out fire, getting ice, bitch, I'm Todoroki. And if you got some shit to say, then you can say it to me. Anime thighs, when she opened up so wide, I got a twinkle in my eye.